Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to your NXT narrative. Your NXT narrative for April 19th, 2022. And this, my friends, was an insane episode of NXT 2.0. This beginning was like it was shot out of a cannon. It was insane. It was just madness. We kicked things off with the new tag team champions, pretty deadly. And they're in the ring for, I don't know, two seconds before the grizzled young veterans come out and state their stake, their claim to the title, stating that if they were in the gauntlet match last week, that they would have won the championships and that they won a piece of pretty deadly. But as soon as they were done speaking, Legado del Fantasma came out, didn't even get to say much. I think Electra Lopez said, like, wait a minute, you're not the only ones that want something <laughs> something to do with the tag team titles, and then bam, brawl. Boys just beating the evolution snot out of one another. The first, like, five minutes of this show was just absolute insanity. A road runner pacing for the beginning of this. And then we jumped literally right into in-ring action as Tiffany Stratton took on Saray to close out their feud. And Tiffany Stratton gets the win. It was a super physical match. A lot of fun to watch. I really, really do like Tiffany Stratton. So it's nice to see her get the victory here over Saray. I know Tiffany's the heel, but still, I see some big things with her. So after that, they start going over the whole situation with Joe Gacy and Braun Breaker. Braun wants to get his father's Hall of Fame ring back. Gacy will give it to him, but he needs to find him first. We had some craziness going on here with like the 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 Bailey multiple heads laughing thing, and it looked freaky as hell. So Joe Gacy definitely definitely can play some mind games. This is a different version of Joe Gacy than I'm used to seeing. Uh, he's normally out here being, you know, everything is you know supposed to be helpful and inclusive and everything else, but with this. This just seems like a, a switch has 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 been flipped, and Gacy's a little bit more sadistic. He kind of does things that it kind of reminds me a little bit of the fiend um, when it comes to the mind games type of thing. So it's I don't know it's uh, it's interesting that the man can definitely definitely screw with people's heads. But more on Joe later. Um, we go back. And they're interviewing Grayson Waller. And for those who didn't know, apparently I didn't realize this until tonight. Waller actually dropped Sangha after they lost in the gauntlet match last week. We had a teachable moment with Andre Chase showing up, telling Grayson that he hopes that Sangha kicks his ass tonight. <laughs> Sangha then does make an appearance and chases Waller all the way to the ring. Um, and their match kicks off right off the rip. So, like I said, ridiculously fast pacing going on here tonight. Unfortunately for Sanga, Grayson Waller able to slime his way into getting yet another victory, and his momentum continues to roll. After that, we got tag team action. After the brawl at the very beginning of the show, they made a match tonight for Legato versus 
Grizzled Young Veterans, great match as well um, with uh, Legato getting the victory. We also saw a vignette for uh, the former Roxy, um, now going by Roxanne, uh, and talking about how uh, basically her life was, you know, like a lot of our, a lot of us as fans, we played the WWE wrestling games and we put ourselves in there and talk about like how life would be with us being, you know, a champion, being in the game, you know, you know, being in the company and stuff like that. And now she gets to live it. And her debut was supposed to be next week. And I say supposed to, because they interview her directly after her vignette plays and toxic attraction walks up talking about how, you know, being in the presence of champions might be, you know, too much for her, but that's okay. It's normal. And JC decides that, well, maybe we don't want to wait till next week. Maybe we want ourselves to have a match tonight. So it looks to be that JC Jane will be taking on Roxanne. So her debut match is now tonight. More on that in a little bit. So after Legato gets the win over Grizzled Young Veterans, as Santos Escobar stays in the ring, grabs a mic and says that it's now time for him to show Carmelo Hayes that he is the true man that should be going after the North American Championship. We then jump right into that match. Santos Escobar, Carmelo Hayes, a great match. But all of a sudden... Santos gets attacked towards the end of this match by two men in suits. I thought one was Tony D. Apparently, that's not the case because Tony was interviewed later in the night stating that he had nothing to do with this because he has so much respect for Santos. So he said, I think he said something to the effect of these, these might be just two Goombas trying to make, you know, a name for themselves. And I'm like, all right. Back in my head, I'm going, Tony's trying to bring in a, a new family into the NXT 2.0 universe. And if that's the case, I'm all for it because I love myself some factions. So we will see where this goes. We find out that the next NXT 2.0 Super Show is going to be happening in two weeks, and it's called Spring Break-In. I like the name. I'm interested to see what they're going to do. But this is after... The Santos and Carmelo Hayes match. Santos, um, Carmelo calls out Cameron Grimes, or I should say, Cameron Grimes calls himself out, <laughs> walks out to the ring. Carmelo gets in his face, and then all of a sudden, so Sequoia comes out of nowhere, takes out Trick, starts attacking Carmelo, gets in Grimes' face, and goes, I'm next. So maybe a triple threat comes spring breaking. I'm all for it. We'll see what happens. After that, we had some women's action as Natalia returns to NXT 2.0 to continue to stake her claim as the boat. And she takes on Tatum Paxley, who has been trying desperately to get into the diamond mine. This was a fun match. Natty gets the win, obviously, via submission. But Tatum showed up. I was impressed. This girl's got potential, and I, I honestly hope that she finds her way into the Diamond Mind. Diamond Mind has its own issues going on right now. Um, so I don't know exactly where that's going to lead, but Roddy's like, I refuse to watch another group crumble before me. So I'm like, 
some some shout outs to Undisputed, but you know what he yikes. <laughs> um after that, we have a singles match between Zion Quinn and Wesley. A little earlier in the evening, they're interviewing Wesley, trying to see how he's doing after the last couple of weeks with obviously with Nash Carter being released. Obviously, they're not mentioning him by name, but we all know what's implied here. He's saying that everything's been chaotic and that, you know, he just wants to try to move forward and see what he can do. Zion Quinn comes out of nowhere during this interview and is basically just a big jerk to him. <laughs> it's pretty much it's the only thing I can really say to it. Uh, so Quinn, all of a sudden, turning heel. Don't really know why, but it just happened. So we have ourselves a good match here. Uh, Wesley, obviously looking ridiculously good in the ring, but unfortunately, Zion Quinn does get the victory here, improving his momentum. And for Wesley, we're not sure where this goes. Hopefully, he can rebound and continue on from there. After that, they do an interview with Natalia in the back. And who steps up to the plate but Nikita Lyons? And I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, wow. Okay. So we're going right for the big guns. So Nikita has to take on Last Legend next week and then wants a piece of Natalia right after that. Oh, this is going to be fun. And I cannot wait for this. We then jump right into Roxanne, uh, her debut in WWE in NXT 2.0, taking on JC Jane. And due to a little distraction from Wendy Chu in the back, destroying uh, the Toxic Lounge. Roxanne able to get the victory in her debut. You love to see it. Big things are going, going forward. After that, we had ourselves an NXT tag team title match in the main event. Earlier in the evening, Pretty Deadly tried to see if they can, you know, score some points with Persia Peralta and Indy Hartwell. And the ladies tricked pretty deadly into having a match with Dexter Loomis and Duke Hudson. So that's your main event. Great match. Not going to lie. Dexter and Duke looked really good working together, but pretty deadly able to use their own into some, find a way to get an advantage and they survive tonight and win the titles or I should say and retain their titles. But I, I definitely see Duke Hudson, Dexter Loomis, working their way back up there at some point. But to end the show, Joe Gacy coming out on that elevated platform that they have in NXT 2.0, basically saying, Braun, I'm, 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 I know I'm a hard man to find, but I'm right here. And within seconds, Braun's music hits. He heads out to the ring, goes in through the crowd, goes up to that elevated platform. Joe Gacy's like, I can give you back this ring, no problem whatsoever. The only thing that I want is an NXT title match at spring break-in. Braun's like, fine, you got it, whatever. So Gacy puts the the ring back in the pocket in, in uh his in, in Braun's pocket and then tells Braun, well, there's only one thing left to do, and that's to take a leap of faith. And I'm thinking to myself, wait, is he gonna do what I think he's gonna do? Yep, he does. Joe gives a nice shove to Braun. Braun falls off of the elevated platform to the ground. And as Braun's trying to get up, these hooded figures circle in around him and you all you can do is hear braun yelling as the show goes off the air get off of me what are you doing get off of me so 
don't know, Joe Gacy calling in the Druids from The Undertaker. I don't know. It's some some freaky shit that Joe's doing lately. I don't know what's going to happen next. Uh, I know this match at Spring Break-In is going to be ridiculous. Uh, and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what happens. But that is that is NXT 2.0 tonight. A nice quick roundup of a really good show. Um, like I said, Roadrunner pace to start off the show. And the hits just keep on coming. It was there was some good stuff. I, I, I truly, truly enjoyed this show tonight. Um, but like I said, that's it. And if you guys don't already, please follow us on Twitter at Above the Ring. You can find us on Facebook at Ship It Above the Ring. You can find us on Instagram as underscore Above the Ring and on YouTube as Above the Ring. You can find myself pretty much everywhere at Scotty J Stream. And you can follow, find this podcast on basically every podcasting platform that is out there. If you're listening to one that we're not a part of, let us know. We'll add ourselves to it. The way you can do all your one-stop shopping. Add a little bedlam to your day from above the ring. Please make sure you go back and you listen to the raw review that came out on Monday and our latest above the ring episode, which came out. Um, I should take that back. The raw review came out on Tuesday. The uh, ATR episode came out on Monday. Uh, we go over last week's wrestling from around the world outside of wwe and then obviously the raw review covering what happened on monday night raw uh up next we look forward to the smackdown study to see what's going on as we get one day closer to wrestlemania backlash from providence rhode island in may and sam and i are back at it recording episode 126 of above the ring uh covering all things outside of wwe uh, but that's it for tonight, guys. Again, thank you so much for listening. We appreciate all of you all the time. Most importantly, though, please do not forget to ship it and join the bedlam. Have a good night. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.